0: Get ready for the film that shocked Sundance, rocked Europe, and knocked American horror fans out of their seats. When a group of medical students take a sex- and booze-filled ski vacation to a remote cabin in the Norwegian Alps, they uncover a dark secret from World War II that resurrects a battalion of uncontrollable, unstoppable, and extremely undead Nazis. What follows is a blitzkrieg of bloodshed, body parts, and action-packed zombie carnage. The New York Observer hails as Relentless thrills, unimaginable horrors, and a shock ending guaranteed to make you scream out loud. Writer-director Tommy Ricola spares no amount of flesh-chomping, intestine-ripping, and chainsaw-slicing to deliver perhaps the finest Nazi zombie movie of our time, and one of the most ferocious, outrageous, and over-the-top horror hits of the year.
1: I'm Corey and I'm Paul and we are the, the B movie Bee Bros. B Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes
0: we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So it's a brand new month here and uh it is January, brand new year in fact. Oh yeah, happy it, 2018 everybody. It, happy New Year. And it's uh it's Paul's birthday month so he decided that he wanted to check out some uh zombie Nazi movies for this month. So here we are with 2009's Dead
1: Snow. Dead Snow Written and directed by Tommy Wirkola, uh, known for *Dead Snow* and *Dead Snow 2*, *Hansel and Gretel: Witch Hunters*, and *What Happened to Monday*, and starring a bunch of Norwegian actors whose names I can't pronounce, so I'm not even gonna bother with that. So you heard what the back of the box had to say.
0: Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. Let's uh. Let's start with the bottom here. Let's get that out of the way.
1: All right. This is overall a good movie, so it's going to be kind of difficult to figure out. Uh, I'll let you start this month since it's your birthday. All right. At the time of of this recording, it's currently five degrees outside. In fact, it's probably even colder than that with the wind chill. And I was really hoping to forget about the cold. However, since this movie takes place in Norway, where it's winter all year long, I was instantly reminded of how cold it was and what's waiting for me tomorrow. Uh, Number two, some of the zombie Nazis fought pretty well, while others went down way too easily without much of a struggle at all. Seemed a bit inconsistent at times. And number one, so there's this whole thing about Nazi gold and the characters messing with it and thus causing the reanimation of the Nazi zombies because they want the gold, but two characters were killed before that anybody messed with the gold, so I... Don't know if they made a mistake. Maybe it had nothing to do with it, and it was a coincidence. I was a little confused on that part. So for me, number three,
0: the one girl has dreadlocks. Why the fuck does anyone look, wear dreadlocks? They look disgusting and grungy, and they're just, ew. Just fucking get
1: rid of them. Wash your hair, goddammit. Hey, it was 2006. It was a different time. 2009. Whatever, 2000-something. 2000 number two.
0: Snowmobile Guy meets a brutal and untimely demise, as does Not-Wearing-Glasses Guy. And, you know, I was really starting to like both of them when that happened. Number one, I never really got to learn most of the characters' names, other than Sarah Erland and Chris, who are the first three to die, by the way. They don't use names often enough for you to actually know who anyone is in this film, so I have to give them nicknames like, you know, Dreadlock Girl, Snowmobile Guy, not-wearing-glasses guy, Norwegian Bubbles, and Norwegian Billy Piper. Gotta do what you gotta do.
1: So, eh, that, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, a a pretty tame bottom. Yeah, pretty minor stuff. Like, nothing really major wrong with it. So, e- even
0: aside from, like, not knowing the characters' names, there's, uh, you know, not too much to, to nitpick about. So, uh... Paul, let's, uh, let's move on to the top three. What was good here?
1: Right, well, speaking of characters, the characters in this movie were actually pretty intelligent, not as useless as I was expecting them to be, considering this was basically a Cabin in the Woods movie. Zombie Nazis pretty well, and since most of them were medical students, they were able to actually take care of their own injuries. Number two, the zombie Nazis were more competent than most zombies. They were able to run, use weapons, and even plan ahead. And this time, the cold weather didn't defeat them. And number one, there was a lot of gratuitous gore and just awesome scenes of people getting killed and mutilated, and it was just awesome to watch. At one point, one guy kills a couple zombies with a snowblower, in the next scene, he gets all his limbs torn apart. It was not disappointing at all. So for me, number three,
0: this movie is actually extremely well paced. Again, for being a cabin in the woods movie, you expect them to, like, get to the cabin, Nothing to happen for, like, half an hour to an hour, and then the last half hour for, like, shit to just go haywire. But no, this movie keeps the pace going. It never lets itself idle, and it doesn't really take on too much meaningless
1: dialogue. Yeah, it just kind of explains the plot and then, like, goes with it, and it does a good job of it. Number two. The Nazi zombies themselves are actually pretty
0: badass. They aren't your typical slow-moving, moaning, mindless-eating zombies. They run, they stab, they think, and they even take orders from their commanding officer. Number one, like Paul said, the gore in this movie is just outrageous and fantastical, with blood and limbs flying everywhere for half of the film. If you're you're a gore person, this is a a good one to check out. So although we didn't talk about it too much, we're going to have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote-war... War. so we're gonna quote this movie back and forth I think am I going first yeah you're up first this time. All right, there is an evil presence we should have gone to the beach like I told you where are you fucking pussies afraid of sunlight if you
1: stand with your intestines in your hand what do you do we don't want to arouse evil arise fuck you I know the difference
0: between a moose and a man fucking bag And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film, please share it with us in the comments below. Or if you want to tell us who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars, or just anything about this movie, go ahead and say it. I think it's time we give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a one out of ten. I gave it a two out of ten. Dead Snow has a cabin in the woods, a bunch of college kids, Nazi zombies, and a whole lot of gore. The dialogue is nothing special, but it isn't stale and never really pointless. The special effects are great. The zombie Nazis are spectacular, and the action sequence is very well done. It's a horror comedy with a lot more horror than it, than comedy, so don't think that you're going to be laughing your ass off at any point, but a few chuckles here and there may escape. It's so hard to find anything negative to say about this movie, because it really is just so engaging and entertaining that you know it it, it keeps your attention... You know, away from anything that may not be
1: perfect. Dead Snow took several things that I'm normally not really fond of. Zombies, the cold, and Nazis. And somehow managed to combine all of them into a really fun movie. The characters were surprisingly competent and all fought well against the newly risen Wehrmacht. There was a ton of gratuitous violence, including am- amputations, disembowelments, uh, and some surprisingly clever kills by both the zombie Nazis and by the characters. The dialogue never came off as forced, and they actually utilized the fact that the zombies were former Nazis in some pretty clever way. While some of the kills were definitely better than others, there were really no moments, whether I wasn't entertained to some degree. Plus, the ending was unexpected, to say the least. So there you have it.
0: Uh, 2 out of 10 from Paul and 1 out of 10 from me. Uh, very, very good scores. Now, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B-movie we review an A-movie companion to tell you why these movies are the same, just of different standards and caliber. For me, I gave my A-movie companion to The Sound of Music from 1965. I picked Monty Python and the Holy Grail from 1975. So both Dead Snow and The Sound of Music largely revolve around Nazis, whether they're, you know, in charge of Nazi Germany or, you know, Nazi zombies. And when I told my wife I was going to go watch a Nazi zombie movie tonight, she was like, you know, I want to watch a Nazi movie too. So she picked out The Sound of Music. And that's why The Sound of Music is an A-movie version of Dead Snow.
1: Well, there you go. I picked Monty Python and the Holy Grail because both movies feature soldiers from from a past era. Dead Snow had zombie Nazis, and Monty Python and the Holy Grail had medieval knights. There's at least one character in each film who loses all of their limbs. In Dead Snow, the one blonde guy whose name I don't remember, and I don't think I ever actually learned, gets all his limbs ripped off by the zombie Nazis. And in Monty Potter and the Holy Grail, the Black Knight gets all his limbs cut off in a sword fight. Both movies end with the remaining characters running, running either toward or away from an enemy force. And finally, both movies involve some kind of treasure. Characters in Dead Snow Find Old Zombie Gold and King Arthur in Monty and the Holy Grail was looking for the Holy Grail. So there you have it. For any movie version, check out The Sound of Music or Monty
0: Python and the Holy Grail. I think it's time to tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. I'll give you some drinking games for this film and then so shall Paul. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone uses the outhouse, take a drink. Number two, Anytime someone climbs out of the snow, take a drink. Number three, every time there's an amputation, human or zombie, take a drink. Number four, whenever there's an American movie quote used, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's zombie
1: Nazi month, every time you see a swastika, take a drink. Of course. Every time somebody fights a zombie Nazi, take a drink. Every time somebody gets disemboweled, take a drink. Every time someone speaks English, take a drink. And every time the colonel appears, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com-bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepal. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links for links provided below. So, uh, it's a little easy to rank the movies the first week.
0: And the number one spot is Dead Snow from 2009. Oh, what a coincidence. I
1: also have Dead Snow as number one.
0: So, I think perhaps, you know, we should take the advice of not wearing glasses, Guy and go to the beach instead of the mountains for our next trip. You know, perhaps if we're lucky, we won't even come across some of those invincible underwater Nazi zombies like they have in the 1977 film Shockwaves. As a matter of fact, I think that would be the perfect film for us to watch next week. Why not? What could possibly go wrong? So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.